Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the All Sports Podcast. I am Juan Rodriguez, but usually people call me Junior. And before we get the show underway, let's do a couple promos, as I usually do in every episode. Uh, first one, Eposky Custom Cups. You can find them on Instagram, and they ship nationwide. So if you guys have any cool cup designs that you guys want to do, holidays are coming up, maybe you want to give somebody a cup for, you know, uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever it is you guys celebrate, you know, Eposky Custom Cups has all you need. You can find them on Instagram, and they ship nationwide. That is Eposky, E-P-A-W-S-K-Y. Uh, next up, we got Custom Lily Creations. She is a t-shirt designer. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook, where she ships nationwide. So if you guys got a cool t-shirt idea that you guys are thinking of, whether it's graduation or family reunions, uh, birthday parties, or for you Dodger fans that just won the World Series tonight, give her a look up. You know, Custom Lily Creations. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. And she ships nationwide. So nothing is too far out of her reach. And she is a very talented lady. I would give her a look. And if you guys got any cool t-shirt designs, look her up. And if you guys are in the Roland Heights area of California, Roland Heights, that is Happy Hippie Massage. Uh, you can find her on Instagram. She is a massage therapist and health educator. She, uh, you know, if you want to get your body right, you want to get your mind right, look her up, message her on Instagram. She, for her rates and prices, that is Happy Hippie Massage. And lastly, we got Prime Equity Mortgage. They operate wholesale. They work with 50 leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with VHA, F, uh, VA, conventional, hard money loans. Uh, they help people refinance their homes. You can find this group on Facebook under the Andrew Caseta Home Mortgage Group. And if you guys have any other questions, uh, you can email javalos at pemtg.com. That is javalos, A V. A-L-O-S at P-E-M-T-G dot com. So how about it, Dodger fans? You guys are World Series champions. After 32 years, the Dodgers have finally won the World Series. And we're going to recap that game a little bit later on in the show. But we're going to do a couple topics where actually fans, which I really support, and I really appreciate the support and love. Uh, some couple fans actually sent me a couple topics to talk about today. The first one, Jeff Garcia. So for you young Thundercats that don't uh, know who Jeff Garcia is, he was a former NFL quarterback. I say former because he retired a while back ago. Um, he had a couple. He had a good stint with the 49ers, uh, the Eagles, and his last uh, ride was with the uh, then Oakland Raiders. So Jeff Garcia, I just found about this about this today. Found out about this today. Um. I guess he made a comment about Cam Newton's wardrobe after the game, after uh, New England got pummeled 33 to six by the San Francisco 49ers, which is no shame. They're, you know, they play in the best division and New England's just not looking good right now. But Jeff Garcia, I guess after the post game, after his uh, Cam Newton's press conference, I guess he made a comment regarding uh, Cam Newton's wardrobe saying he should hit the playbook harder than his wardrobe. Now, um, me personally, I don't like to, uh, I don't mind saying the stuff I do say, but you know, personal tax is not one of them. 
I will attack a franchise because it's a team. It's a franchise. Now, people playing it, that's different. I'm never going to call out the people. I'm just saying how the franchise is looking. Now, this is going to be one of those instances where I do call out an individual. And Jeff Garcia, who the heck do you think you are criticizing a quarterback? Last I remember, this is the same Jeff Garcia who couldn't make it out of an Oakland Raiders training camp without a job. He quit. The Raiders were terrible. This was going to be their fifth year with double-digit losses. The Raiders were so bad, even they didn't want Jeff Garcia, who Jeff Garcia at that time was probably the best quarterback in that room. And they didn't want him. Jeff Garcia couldn't beat out the biggest draft bust of the century in Jamarcus Russell and some other camp arm. Jeff Garcia has no right to comment on quarterbacking play. Because, yes, he had some good years, but majority of his career was pretty bad. It was pretty up and down. He was never solid. He was never consistent. It was either he had a great year or he had a terrible year. There was no in-between. For Jeff Garcia to stand, be up there and to criticize another person's wardrobe, another man's, how he looks, his attire, he should probably look in the mirror, turn on the light, look in the mirror, and slap what he sees. This is a man that couldn't beat out a camp arm in training camp. Quit on the team and couldn't beat. He couldn't beat out the biggest draft bust in the, the century. In this century, the biggest draft bust in Jamarcus Russell. Who the hell does he think he is? You know, Jeff Garcia. Look, man, you're an older version of Dan Orlovsky where I listened to that interview. You talk a lot and you never get to your point. And, you know, people see that and they're like, oh, he's a great analyst. No, he just talks a lot to where he bores you. So you think he got to your topic, but he really didn't. They asked him, well, what did you think about the play? About the It wasn't even about Cam. It was about the team in general. And he went straight to the quarterback. Now, granted, that is the NFL in today's world. You die by the quarterback, you live by the quarterback, all that is fine. However, this is a tough 49ers team. They play in a tough division. Do you realize that the 49ers are 4-3 and three and they're last in their division? You guys realize that? And for Jeff Garcia to be out there and kind of pummel Cam Newton for throwing two interceptions to a really good defense without Boza, I think Jeff Garcia should... Two things. Go to the bathroom, turn on the light, look in the mirror, slap what he sees, then turn him, then take a two-week vacation, and then retire again. Because he has no right to criticize a quarterback with his play. So enough about him. That's just my two cents on Jeff Garcia. Let me know what you guys think about it on here or the Facebook page, the same topic. And I want to thank you. To that person that did send in. The next topic is Jerry Jones. Now, Cowboy fans, I mentioned to you guys this yesterday. It was going to get a lot worse before it got better. Well, life did not disappoint me again. Your owner went on a tirade today. Jerry Jones does his weekly interview with 105.3 The Fan. And he got he was on the show today. And one of the radio hosts asked him, well, is there a leadership void? 
which Jerry Jones went on to respond in the offensive line, in the, you know, what are you talking about? You know, trying to, I don't know if maybe he was acting dumb or playing dumb. We don't know. But then he asked again, just the reporter asked again, well, just overall, is there a leadership void? And I guess they were overcrossing, and Jerry Jones just went on to say, will you just shut up and let me finish? Now, I get it. You know, in radio during this time, it is hard because you can't see each other. You know, there is going to be some crossover talks and some cross wirings and what have you. However, this is all on Jerry. I'm sorry, Cowboy fans. This is all on Jerry. Now, some of you Cowboy loyalists are probably going to attack me again, which, you know, hey, I'm cool with that. I see it every, I see it every day. When I wake up early in the morning, I wake up every day. And the plethora of message you Cowboy fans show your support. I want to thank you guys. Now, however, in Jerry Jones' case, this is what he, this is his downfall. What you see is the reflection of Jerry Jones because overall, Jerry Jones is the final say of this team. Doesn't matter who the head coach is, doesn't matter who the general manager is. Jerry Jones makes the final decisions all across the Cowboys board. If he has a problem with a reporter asking him an honest question about why his team is doing so badly, maybe he should look into retirement a little bit earlier than maybe he would like because this is going to get a lot worse before it gets better, guys. So Jerry Jones just went on a tirade. Now you have coaches calling out players. You have players calling out coaches. I don't know the situation with Dallas other than the offensive line's banged up. They're not protecting the quarterback, and they're not opening holes for the running backs. And there's no heart. There's no heart. I mean, I mentioned it yesterday. Vanderish, there was no pursuit on that touchdown that Logan Thomas did. None. He was there, but I we could all stand there and get some TV time at that point. And for Jalen Smith, looking uninterested, disengaged, didn't care. They gave up the big plays, wasn't upset, just like, ah, it's what we do. It's what we do. So for Jerry Jones to be upset at this, he has no right to be upset. This is all his wrongdoing. This is Jerry's plan backfiring in his face. In this year's draft, they didn't need another wide receiver. They didn't need him. They did not need CeeDee Lamb. They just wanted to get richer at the position where they were already rich at. With Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper already being there, they did not need CeeDee Lamb. However, they always say take the best player on the board. And if you're right, fine, take the best player. CeeDee Lamb was the best player. However, when you knew going into last year, heading into the offseason, you still need a defensive help, especially at the safety position. You decide to take a wide receiver in the first round. This is his plan backfiring. There's no heart on this team. Jerry has no right to be mad about how his team is performing on the field and how they're being treated off the field. They're losers. They're two and five. Cowboy fans. You're seeing your franchise implode in front of your face. And here's the hard part. You can't get out of Tyron Smith's contract. 
you're locked with him until 2022. Can't get out of Zeke's contract. You're stuck with him until 2023. Can't get out of a lot of these contracts. Why? Jalen Smith, Amari Cooper. Can't get out of them because you guys gave him so much money. You guys paid him so much that even if you guys were to let him go, the dead cap would set you guys back for years. So you're stuck with these guys. You have to keep building around these guys. And how do we know Mike McCarthy is going to be the head coach next year? It would not shock me if Mike McCarthy gets fired by the end of the year. How can you go from bad? How can you go from bad to terrible in one coaching change? And again, this is Jerry Jones' plan imploding in his face. You wanted, you did not want to fire Jason Garrett until the season was over. You didn't want to fire him. It's after Black Monday. You wanted to fire him because you wanted to live up to the contract that you guys put forth. So by the time coaching searches began, your choices were Marvin Lewis, who everybody passed up on, or Mike McCarthy, who was out for a year. You reap what you sow. And as I, this is going to be a catchphrase where if you guys are listening... You guys are going to get used to it. Stupid franchises do stupid decisions. And this stupid plan of Jerry Jones is backfiring. And he has no one to blame but himself. So, Cowboy fans, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens this Sunday. Because they're not out of it. They could still win the division, as sad as that sounds. But do you really want to win the division or do you want a top pick? That's what it's going to come down to for the Dallas Cowboys. That's what it's going to come down to to everybody in the NFC East. So we'll see if we go from there. You know, it's going to be interesting to watch. That's going to be a headline to watch the rest of the year. And now finally to the big part of the show that I'm sure most of you have been waiting for. The Los Angeles Dodgers have finally won a World Series. They finally won it. All those jokes about them choking, all those memes, whatever they want to call them, all those, you know, every year hearing, well, you know we're going to win it this year. Well, guys, they did it. They finally won it this year. This was a great series. Tampa Bay has nothing to be ashamed about. If anything, what did, what got Dave Roberts and a lot of heat and a lot of trouble over the years of them choking it and them blowing it away, Tampa Bay just did it tonight. Tampa Bay just did it tonight. They used analytics and they got beat. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to repeat this. Analytics are not your best friend when it comes to baseball. I say that because Blake Snell was pitching an amazing game. Six innings, nine strikeouts, only allowed two hits on 75 pitches. Tampa Bay, what did they decide to do? They decide to pull them. They decide to pull them. Why? I have no idea. I will never have an idea of why they decided to put Blake Snell, who was pitching an amazing game, and was keeping Tampa Bay in, and the Dodgers grounded, decide to pull them. And I'll tell you why they did it. Analytics. Again, 
for any manager that listens to this, analytics are not your friends. They're not. You play how you get there. Play your game. I don't care if these analytics are coming from people all the way from Harvard. I respect their education. But no, they you can't substitute numbers for humans. You can't. And I, let me explain that one because a lot of people are going to be confused. Well, what is he talking about? You play your game. You don't switch up a playbook halfway into the season. You keep playing what you got you there. And for Tampa Bay, that was their downfall. Analytics ruined your guys' chances to win a World Series. So they took a page out of Dave Roberts. And if anybody's listening out there, for the people that are listening out there, analytics are not your friends. Don't listen to them. Go with your gut. And that, if your gut decision was to pull them, then hey. But from what it showed, you guys relied on analytics too much. And it showed. For the Dodgers case, they did it. They finally did it. Kershaw finally got over his demons. The Dodgers managed to pull it away. And now they're World Series champions for the first time since 1988. So there's no more, you know, you can't make fun of them anymore because, you know, all they had of their whole highlight career was the whole Kirk Gibson thing. They now have a world championship. So with that being said, the Dodgers were the best team in baseball this year. It was no wonder why they won the World Series. They were a great team top to bottom. And as I mentioned in the very first episode, Dave Roberts after winning the NLCS, he said, this is our year. Well, I'm glad he got it through because had he failed, I don't know what would have happened to this team. Now, we still don't know what's going to happen to this team. Are they going to stay together? You know, there's going to be some free agent decisions coming up. There's going to be some cut decisions coming up. But right now, for Dodger fans everywhere, enjoy this one. Enjoy this one. And for the Dodgers, you know, congratulations. You guys played your game. You guys played your game. Yeah, there was a couple moments where it was like, what the heck? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? But overall... This was a great baseball year. I know Shoren. I know, you know, up until now, fans couldn't go see their teams live. But, guys, this was a great year for baseball. I can't wait for it to come back. And for the Dodgers, congratulations. You guys are world champs. You guys won the World Series. It's going to be interesting to see this offseason for them now. It truly is. So, We'll see what happens. But for Tampa Bay, this was the ultimate choke. You guys did the ultimate choke job. You pulled your starting pitcher from a great game. Who was holding them at one point, 0 for 6. All their top hitters, 0 for 6. And you decided to pull them out because of numbers. Because of strategy. This is why Tampa Bay deserved to lose. You didn't stick with your game plan. You went with numbers, and look where it's gotten you. And I hope this is a lesson for everybody out there, for all other teams of the Major League Baseball League. Stop going to analytics. It's not going to help you. Nothing's going to help you. 
Analytics is not going to help you. Just trusting your players to make the plays. And for Tampa Bay, you got a big decisions coming up. Huge decisions. What do you guys do now? You guys just blew your chance at a World Series. Can you guys get back? Was this just a lucky year for you guys? We'll see. We'll see. And now as far as baseball goes, now we're kind of in a slump again. Basketball just got done. Baseball's not over. Or baseball's now over. Hockey's done. So now all we're left with is the NFL and college football. You know, so again, great series. I wish it could have gone to game seven. But it just wasn't meant to be. The Dodgers win. Congratulations to them and to the fans. Just be careful out there celebrating tonight, in the next couple of days. Be safe about it. Be smart about it. And just go have, go nuts. Have fun. But just do the right thing. Overall, I do want to thank everybody for that's been supportive of the show, that's been showing the love and support, whether it's on Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. I, I appreciate it. And hopefully we get this thing big where we can have some cool other stuff to do down the road. But for right now, we got to work with what we got and we'll go from here. So that's going to do it for this show tomorrow. It's going to be nothing but predictions for the NFL. I'm going to talk about all the games that are on schedule for this week. Oops, sorry about that. We're going to talk about all the games that are scheduled for this week. And... I'm going to make my predictions on who's going to win, who's going to lose. So hopefully you guys tune into that one. And to end up the show, I always close it out with the promotion. So here we go. Again, that is Eposky, your custom cups. You know, you can find them on Instagram. So if you guys got a cool custom uh, cup idea, you guys want to give it as a gift or a personal thing, you guys want to get your own cup. You can find them on Instagram. That is eposky, E-P-A-W-S-K-Y. You find them on Instagram, and they ship nationwide. Next up, we got Custom Lily Creations. So she is a T-shirt designer. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. She ships nationwide as well. So you guys got any cool T-shirt ideas, whether it's birthdays, graduations, uh, family reunions, and for Dodger fans out there, get a cool custom T-shirt for the Dodgers. Look her up. Custom Lily Creations. She ships nationwide. So it doesn't matter where you are. She'll get it to you. And if you're in the Roland Heights area in California, Happy Hippie Massage. You can find her on Instagram. She is a massage therapist and health educator. So if you want to get your mind right, your body right, look her up. Happy Hippie Massage on Instagram. And lastly, Prime Equity Mortgage. They operate wholesale. They work with 50 leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with FHA, VA, conventional hard money, loans. They also help people refinance their homes. You can find them on Facebook under the Andrew Caseta Home Mortgage Group. And if you guys have any questions, you can email javalos at pemtg.com. That is J Avalos, J A V A L O S at P E M T G dot com. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Again, congratulations to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Tomorrow, it's nothing but the NFL. We're going to talk about every game slate. We're going to talk about predictions, what I think is going to happen, who wins, who loses. So that's always fun. And hopefully, you guys tune in tomorrow for that one. So.
Until then, have a wonderful night. Take care.